You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 251. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa here with a very special episode. We are going a little off schedule this week because, well, I've opened the doors to the expansive artists and I I must invite you to join us before they close again on Tuesday, September 21st at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And yes, I will stay up and wait for you. (laughs) I will. Pepita and I will stay up and we will wait for you until midnight on Tuesday, or technically then it's midnight on Wednesday. So come and join us because you remember I talked about Small Studio Sunday, and we are having that. And this is the last time I'm opening the Expansive Artists publicly for 2021. So come join us. I want to share with you the wins and successes of so many artists. I am I'm literally recording this without words because I've been scrolling through the sell your art challenge hashtag on Instagram, which you can do also, and seeing all the artists who have over the times that we've hosted this challenge, and especially this last one where over 1,400 of you said yes, 1,400 of you said yes to selling your work. Yes to exploring that for the first time. I know many of you are starting Instagram accounts for the first time, doing reels on Instagram for the first time, having fun with them too, by the way, selling art for the first time, selling art for multiple times. I mean, just today I was reading the wins and prints are being sold and four commission inquiries are happening. And we just, we just announced the selling part of the challenge. And it's just really moving to me. I didn't realize how much I've wanted this for other artists that from the minute I started this podcast, I knew I wanted to help you. I didn't exactly know what that would look like, but I knew if I figured out how to get here, I would tell you. And it's just incredibly moving, not only to see all the variety of work and the global community of artists, to hear their stories, to learn about them and their work, 
to see people just, you know, ready to embrace the gifts that they have that maybe they've denied for a really long time or they didn't think it was possible. It's just, you know, it's not just around art, right? Although, of course, I have a special spot in my heart for art and artists, but it's for any anyone, for you who want to follow your dreams, it's it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And it always starts with just one step forward. And that's what we did this week in the Sell a Piece of Art Challenge. We took one step at a time. Some of you have experience, you're more established. And some of you, like I said, this is your very first time. It's the coolest thing. It's just so wonderful. I know me who started this podcast in 2006 would be thrilled. She would be thrilled. So imagine a, just a week what we accomplished together. Imagine what we can accomplish together in months and years. And, you know, I can share a lot with you about the expansive artists and will happily at any time, but I really do feel that it's just best to hear from our members. So this is a recording that we hosted live a few months back, and uh, some of our artists are coming back to speak to us again. So if you would like to, to give us an update and share where they are on their journey, and we have some new members joining us on Monday, uh, September, did I get the dates wrong? I keep thinking that. So Tuesday, September 21st is when the doors close. And Monday at 11.59 p.m. And you can go to theexpansiveartists.com to register to join us. And Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, you are invited to come and listen to some more stories of artists and the progress that they've made and how they've come to the decision of pursuing their passion or growing their business or evolving their art. So many different stages that everyone is at, but we all share the same passion, the same vision, the same values, uh, the same generous heart. I just... The warmth in our community and the support of one another, it's, yeah, it's just really, it's really wonderful to see what I hoped would be created come together and start to have a ripple effect the way that it is. And, you know, we're just creating this incredible creative space for everyone to thrive. So, if it feels like the right fit for you at this time, come and join us and I introduce you to our artists, our guests, my guests for today, and I will link up all of their websites in the show notes as well. Eliza Day Green, Sarah Kelly, Jody Livingston, and Marie Lore, Delage Carlson. Enjoy our conversation, get inspired, and I'll see you in The Expansive Artists. 
Today is a really exciting day. I get to bring to you, hello, Marisa, my fellow Marisa. I get to bring to you success stories of artists. All of the artists are members of the Expansive Artists. I've had the opportunity to work with them in our community, and it's really an honor to share their stories. You may have remembered Kita has shared with me in the past and Sarah and Marie were on with me last time. And now it's just growing and growing. And I love that we're all here. So enough um, chit chat from me. I want to hear about, and I remember very specifically Marisa and Jodi, because I had the opportunity to meet Eliza and Sarah, all the way back in 2008, we got, we worked together online, and Marie as well. But Marisa and Jodi were on these Facebook Lives with me not that long ago, and I got to meet you first in the comments, just like we do. So I wanted to just begin with you, and then um, is as each one of you feel inspired to share what was that moment for you when you decided, I know for Marisa and Jodi in particular, this was a moment where you started to really lean into a path that maybe you hadn't thought of pursuing before that you, or you had, but you really felt ready to commit to it this time. So what was that difference for you aside from Marisa and I sharing the same name and pronunciation <laughs> right so either Jodi if you want to kick us off or Marisa um so I'm Jodi and uh I would say that I had been down this little road of painting for my friends and family and giving my paintings as gifts and certain people trying to say to me well you, you should do a business. You should sell your work. And I, I didn't go to art school and no way in my mind did I ever think that I could sell art. No, I, I, no way. And I stumbled across Marisa in a Facebook live. It was probably some divine intervention, whatever you believe, however it guided me there, guided me there. And just you, your, your voice and your spirit and your message resonated with me. And it was just the right time for me. It, it was, it, it kind of was meant to be. And I took a leap of faith and committed to, um, the expansive artists and just jumped in both feet and listened to what you had to say and valued what you had to say and embraced the fact that there was this collective of artists that were sharing their like so sharing and so giving of, of where they get their supplies. How did this work for them? How did that work for them? Cause those are things that I had no idea about as somebody who wasn't trained as an artist. I, I was literally figuring this out on the fly and it, it really was just meant to be for me. Now, you know, I, I, I can't even tell you how how much of a difference it has made for me. And yes, I I'm far way far ahead of where I would have imagined to be. That it was July fourth that I committed. Um, I know that for a fact because I had 
painted a little cute little painting for July 4th for my, my friends and kind of posted it out into the world. And my friends just gobbled it up and loved it. And that was the day that I just said, all right, I'm doing this. And that was the day that I paid and, and, you know, paid for, for being a member. And I thought, all right, I'll give it a try, see what happens. And so that's what I did. And then every challenge that came along, everything that happened, I just, I committed to it. I showed up. I was at everything that I could possibly do. I listened and, and gobbled it up. And, and I don't know how far along you want me to go. So I I don't know where you want me to go. You're on mute now. There we go. I've only done how many lives? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how far you want me to, 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 to I was, if, if you want me yes, to pause. That's and... a good, that's a good pausing. Point. Okay. We'll, right. we'll bring in the introduction and also say there's a Marissa with us, Marisa. She spells her name with two S's. Hello, Marissa's from upstate New York. And Tracy Diamond is here. Who's in the expansive artist with us as well. And Rebecca Finley. Hello. And Rhonda Lulu. So you all get to meet your fellow members. And Chris is here also. It's great to see you over. Chris, I think you're in the UK, right? Um, I know it's a little bit later. So yes, Jody, we'll we'll pause there for a moment. Actually, I think you froze. (laughs) You froze at the moment. So we will go to um, Marisa and just hear your story about where you were and what was your decision to join us? Uh, I should have probably prepared this in my head. Um, so I, I was, um, I was in the, the tech industry for the last mini forever start of my career. And, um, and art was always, you know, I, like many of us, I think art's always been my passion since I was little. And I just always expected that I would, you know, go to university and get a job and I would have that cemented down. And then I would launch my like art thing in my life and see where that could go. Um, but, and, and in the tech industry, you know, we're all really obsessed with productivity and productivity tools and how to get this done and how to accomplish blah, 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 and however many steps. And I'd learned so much about that. And I would, I'd be like, okay, well, this is easy. I'll just apply it to my art. And it just didn't quite, and I say didn't quite as if I only tried once. Like eight years later, I <laughs> uh, didn't really get anywhere. And, um, and, then, and then I got sick uh, like a year, a year and a bit ago. Um, and I couldn't work anymore. And so that sort of, um, sort of made the decision for me, I guess. I started to look at, what I could do instead and I thought am I am I silly for wanting to do an art thing like it has been something that I want to do in my life and I would regret it if I didn't so I could try and I I signed up to a few um like a couple of other um art sort of academy kind of memberships you know teaching you about art and things and they were good don't get me wrong um I liked them but and I was good I was improving as an artist slowly but gradually, but I, it just wasn't kind of feeling right. Um, and I think I I came across you, Marisa, um, thankfully from a, a Facebook advert. I don't know where I'd be without that, which is not something I usually feel about adverts. But there you go. Same. Um, 
I just started <laughs> running them last year and I'm so, I say this to everyone. I'm like, they work because I love the people who are coming to me. I'm just like, how I, I wouldn't have found you without this. So that's a whole other story for another day, but yes, I'm thrilled. And then the shared, the shared name, which Marissa just said, I've never seen so many Marissa Marisas in the same place. Yeah. And, you know, you have to have the same name to join. No, no, I've never, I actually haven't really ever been around another Marisa. I don't think most of my life. Anyway, this is the beauty of the internet that we get to connect because yeah. Marisa I mean, is I also know. in the Sorry, UK. Yeah. Yeah. As you can see, it's, uh, evening evening lighting so my my eyes don't hurt um but yeah I guess what I was gonna say this is like I've been I've been thinking about this lately about what the expansive artists has brought for me um and I actually I get a little um maybe it's because the last few years have been a, like an interesting adventure for me I get I get a little bit um I get a little bit sentimental when I think about it so you'll allow me to just like be the soppy one in this conversation and everyone else can keep it cool um if you want sorry that wasn't a <laughs> um sorry yeah I just uh, out of all the things that I've very carefully invested a bit of money in and gone oh was that a good idea was that not um I have to say like I first joined the expensive artist after we did a sell a piece of art this week challenge and this is in August, so it's not that long ago. It's, you know, about six months or something. Um, uh, and I, sorry, um, I don't even think I participated that well in the challenge, but it, it just, I don't know, it just resonated with me. And, uh, and I sheepishly was like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just try and I'll pay monthly. Um, and, uh, and it's, yeah, it's like, it's it's the it's the only thing I see going out of my bank account that I'm glad about. You know that feeling? You can see you get little notifications on your phone and you're like, oh, you've paid such and such a so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, have I? And then I see the expansive artist one and I'm like, yay! <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if... I've, I've thought of some things that I've gotten out of this experience, but I don't know if if you just wanted a little introduction or if I should say that now or yes yeah we'll come we'll come back around and we're sort of giving an introduction about the moment that you decided and um yeah I don't get me started because um I've gotten some notes this morning or I've seen notes and I'm just like ah oh, this is why you know and I'm not the only one here who teaches we're going to talk about that as well I believe a lot of creatives are meant actually for the teaching mentoring sharing role um, especially when it comes to their art and as someone who almost left the space for the same reason that many artists actually stop pursuing um you know, stop pursuing their work, I almost stopped pursuing teaching <clears throat> and having this opportunity to be with you all in this moment, but also to have led this community for the past few years. It's getting notes that I get. It's every, it's everything. I don't even know really how to articulate that. So I don't want to articulate it today. I would prefer that you articulate it. And it's also fine <laughs> as well um, for you to say, you know, where you felt skeptical, um, where you where you felt like, oh, I don't know if this would be right for me. And um, 
and how has that been different for you? Because I think in today's marketplace, we just have to address that also. And I appreciate that you said that, Marisa, because there are a lot of choices to learn out there. Um, there's, there's, I personally have multiple mentors, so it's also not just about having one person, you know, if you can invest in several and learn from different people and, and balance the information, but there's a lot of people out there teaching. And so I like to talk about that too, because I was a very skeptical, um, investor and uh it also held me back that attitude held me back for a long time so i get passionate in this space on three fronts the one about being creative and just believing that if you truly want to pursue this life as an artist as a self-taught artist who made the decision for myself i'm very passionate about encouraging that i'm very passionate about encouraging sharing your gifts in whatever capacity you feel called to do and to not back down from that when self-doubt and imposter syndrome creep up and they do for all of us. And, you know, I'm just, what was my third thing? I'll come back around. (laughs) So, um, Eliza or Sarah or Marie, are you, I, I know I could make this easier. I could just suggest who would like to go first, but is there something that inspired you that you want to add the way that I like to host events like this and also my podcast and I've been doing more clubhouse rooms. I really, I like to, the goal of today is just to inspire you, you know, whether you join us in the expansive artists or not, or, you know, we'd love to have you, but I, I want this to just be an opportunity to connect with Um, these beautiful artists who are doing the same and maybe were where you are, right? They were just there a few months ago, or maybe they've been working at this for years like I have, and they're seeing something, you know, shift for them in a brand new way. And I just want to share all of that with you to inspire you. And um, so if there's something that's been shared so far, you can dovetail on how you made the decision to join. I know our stories are a little bit different because we were in touch before, or if there's something you want to add to the conversation that inspires you, I'm very much about, um, it will flow where it's going to (laughs) go. So, so who would like to jump in? Hi everyone. Can you hear me? I I just unmuted. Yes. Okay, so you get another Brit accent here. Yeah, but Eliza's my neighbor in LA. Yes. yes, so that's how we really met. Um, I went to a workshop that Marisa was doing in LA with uh, Helen Dardick, and it was a weekend workshop, and we just had a fantastic time, and I felt very connected to both of them. And then I guess I was on your mailing list after that, Marisa, and um, I was getting the emails from um, Creative Thursday. And then I saw that Marisa had a course, which is uh, Creative Teaching Online. And I had been teaching uh, uh, you know, live workshops, in-person workshops, uh, but I had this idea that it would be great to try and teach online as well. And Again, it's sort of, I think the timing was was really good. Um, I, I so I joined, and I, I'm not a techie person, so there was a lot of initial overwhelm with all the technology information. Um, but you know, Marisa encouraged me to hang in there, and you know, sort of helped me every step of the way, and kind of made it simple, like broke it down. 
you know, to just the basic things that I would need to get my courses up and running. So I was so grateful. And then I love to be able to jump in and out of the group and get information from people or share ideas with people. So um, it's a really great community. I highly recommend. <laughs> And what has that, you're also, uh, well, everybody is, but you're, I see you jump in a lot with guidance and support because you have a lot of experience selling your work and selling through galleries. So I also just want to say thank you for that, Eliza. I appreciate, I appreciate that. And what has it been like for you to, to be able to teach these courses and then have an impact you know, with the students that you are teaching? Because I remember when you were just coming up with this idea. And so what is it like to be on the other side of that and to see the difference that you're making in terms of sharing art and your passion with others? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's really magical. And I'm sure Sarah will probably agree with this. It's hum It's very humbling. And uh, I can get quite emotional thinking about my students and especially during this time during COVID, how uh, people have said this has been a lifesaver for me, meeting once a week and doing art with you. Um, I've had people that said, I'm not creative, I can't do art and are now producing beautiful things. And I've got out of the, the two workshops that I did, uh, I've now done five workshops um since I started sort of organically two groups have evolved and what's been lovely is everybody's just staying in contact and um so now there's two ongoing groups that I'm uh, sort of informally running one for called art lab and one called art studio so one's for people who want to kind of up their basic skill levels and we work on all things right now we're working on colored pencil techniques um but the other group is called art studio and that's more for like you know, artists that want to reset and a little bit more critique and um, kind of accountability. So that's something I did not expect would happen at all. It just sort of happened very organically out of people taking the courses and saying, you know what, I don't want this to end. You know, what can we do? And it really sort of came from them. What can we do to carry this on? So, um Eliza, you're going to be a membership owner soon. <laughs> it's sweeping the nation. Incredible. It really, it really is. If you want, if you want, we'll have, okay, well, I'm going to have to pick your brain on that one. <laughs> I have a lot. I've been deep in learning for several years. And so that will be a nice dovetail into Sarah. And then Marie will come to you because I know you're teaching as well. And it's just, yeah, it's all very, it is all very moving. But Sarah, tell us a little bit about your story and how we, you were in the fishbowl with me in 2008. It's incredible that we have known of each other online for this long, but it was a very different time for you versus now. Yeah, so um, I think when I joined the Expansive Artist, it was um, out of a place of fear and kind of desperation that, um, I would at least make the money back that I put in for the monthly um, membership fee. My original plan was maybe I'll stay for one month. I can afford to, um, you know, pay this for the month and hopefully I'll make it back. So it's not eating into like my grocery money or anything like that. And it was just a really a different place, like a place out of desperation and fear 
And um, I, you know, I thought, is this just going to be another one of those things that I join? And then, um, you know, I put some work into it and nothing comes of it. So I didn't know what to expect. But I really at that time, I did not expect that today I'd be still in this group and that I'd be in the place I am now. Um, you know, the place I am now is totally different than last March, April. It's just a completely different place and um, <laughs> physically too. I'm in a whole different location, but a different place and a whole different mentality and um, just a lot more confidence in myself and my ability and the willingness to try different things and really just to push forward. And I think a lot of that was um, really just getting the message about consistency and just to keep going with what I was doing. But it was, I came to you in a place of desperation. Like, I don't know what to do. I mean, my school had just told me that um, maybe we could go apply for jobs at the grocery store because they didn't know if they'd be able to pay us next month. And then um, the other school didn't know if they were going to continue art program at all once it went online. And it was just like, it was really bad. Like where you're like trying to spend $25 a week on groceries per person, not showering every day because at least you'll save some water on um, water and your gas. And just, I mean, just really not the place you want to be in. And just to, um, really have your guidance and tell me you need to teach. And it was like, well, I don't want to teach online, but you were like, you need to go online. You need to do it live. And, um, so I decided I would, I'd go try to um, teach online. And then when I went to go get art supplies, um, I noticed that all the stores were selling out of all the craft tapes. So I didn't have, um, I didn't know how these people that were going to come to my class were actually going to be able to buy their craft supplies. And I knew as a teacher, I could buy um, paints in the gallons, but then I would have to put more money out for these paints in the gallons. So it was again, like, do I trust that if I put this $150 out in paints and nobody comes, you know, what's going to happen? And my mom said, I'm sending you the money go buy the paint. She needed to buy the paints. And I was like, well, what if no one comes? What if no one comes? And then um, they did, they, they came and it just was like a snowball effect after that. But it was really like, you know, just gaining the confidence, gaining the, um, you know, knowing that you have to keep being consistent. And I mean, my confidence level has just skyrocketed because I know I show pictures of my window painting and stuff. Um, I advertise, I didn't tell you this, but I advertised for the window painting um, when I was having like one of my coronavirus meltdowns for the month. I advertised for the window painting. I had never painted a window before ever. Um, I didn't know how to paint a window, but I put up that I was painting windows for Christmas and I had five people sign up that day to have their businesses painted. And I had two weeks to learn how to paint on windows. And I made it happen. And I think it's because of just what I get from this group is really, you know, the push to keep going and um, just the confidence and, you know, all the support and stuff. And it's really helped a lot. I've like, I mean, I have a whole list of things that are happening right now that I haven't even told you yet, but I have a whole list of things happening right now. And 
you know, I'm on track to replace half of my teaching income by this summer. And that's my goal. And I really, I see it happening. And if you had asked me last year, I would have said no. But this year, it's a whole different, whole different everything. So, yeah. Well, Sarah, um, I'm so, yeah, we're like laughing for you. We're so proud of you. You'll make us all cry. Um, gosh, Sarah. Yeah. The, make thing that, cry. the thing that you've done is you just like have grabbed life. Like when do we say grab the bull by the horns? I get all my sayings wrong all the time, but you have just like, you've you've gone all in. You have not let anything hold you back. You've been aware of all the things that we all encounter, like we've talked about with self-doubt and again, imposter syndrome that everyone keeps talking about. And you're like, I'm doing it anyway. And you just keep going and you keep us updated in the group and you share your wins with us so we can follow along on your journey. And, um, and now you are also making a difference with the families that you teach and the art that you are bringing to people and um, just to see you empower yourself and your family and be able to move forward with all of this has been really inspiring to be a part of. And, you know, it, all of this happens. I'm just um, a bystander, <laughs> you know, as a, as a mentor, this doesn't happen without people just deciding that they're going to do it for themselves. Like I can tell you all, all the things I can lead you through the challenge that we just had again. And I can say to you, this works because I see it work for others. It's worked for me all these years, but it's always going to come down to you and making that decision to just really lean in and keep going when things look like, oh, well, I don't know if this is turning out the way that I thought, but I have enough faith in myself and trust in myself that I will keep forging ahead. And that's where you know, I know the value um, and also missed it for a while of having the right kind of community that you can go to and share and that everyone understands. Like we we all feel teary because we know what that's like. We know what it's like to sit here vulnerably and share our art and our creations and then asking people, you know, to learn from you is a whole other level of vulnerability to add to that as well. And we, we know, and we know the bravery that it takes. And for all of you who are doing that alongside us, it's, it's a special um, group of people in the world who understand what that's like. So Sarah, thank you. And Marie, I'm going to hand it to you and then we'll, we'll continue the discussion and Joanna. So good to see you and Gloria. I'm happy that you're here. I'm sorry. Your connection wasn't working. I saw your note and um good to have you all with us so marie what how did you come to the expansive artists i remember your story though very specifically as well and it's really changed for you yes it has changed a lot and i think the first time i saw you was on periscope and i was at the time i was just wishing Wishing, I, the only reason I saw you there because I was looking for artists uh, that were sharing their story. Because I've always wanted to be an artist, but I was an, an herbalist, which was great. I, I loved being an herbalist, but uh, it was always in the back of my mind I would regret it if I didn't try it. 
but I literally had no idea how to do it. Like it was just, I, <laughs> I was completely clueless um, about marketing, about video making, about just about everything. I had, I just didn't know a thing. And then I saw you and I saw that you, you, you were in a difficult place at that time, I think. And you kept showing up. I think it's it's like, um, and I was like, okay, this is this is amazing to be uh, going through something really hard and still keep going and still showing up and still doing the thing and just. I was like, this is the kind of person that I want to have in my life. And um, after that, I was an herbalist and I, I had a lot of clients. I was working a lot, and. And so the months and years went by, and then suddenly you were on a Facebook Live. I, and I was spending so little time on Facebook, it was just a miracle that I saw you, really. And you were on a Facebook Live, and you were doing what you're doing this week, which was opening for the expensive artist. And it must have been at the same time that Judy signed in, uh, July or something like that. Um, I think, yeah, it was about the same time. And, and I was like, you know what? I just, I have to try, I have to try. And I was like, and to make sure that I was really going to try, I paid for the whole year. <laughs> because I knew, you know, if you have paid for the whole year, then, you know, <laughs> you are going to want to do the thing. And that's exactly what happened. And I, the whole community, I mean, everybody who has a question, you know, it, there is so many people with various backgrounds, which is what I love. There isn't just painters, there is, it's creativity for such a deep well of creativity and people who want to succeed. And, and I think a, a lot of us are, um, I mean, certainly since I think I opened, I opened my Shopify in the last week of August. And um, no, I did not open it. I purchased Shopify and then I worked on my, my website for a few weeks. So it wasn't until the end of September that I really opened it. And then I decided, well, now that I have a, sh a shop and I should do, uh, I would love to do teaching. So I did, I created a course and I just kept on going after that. There is such a, the hub is such a, a wealth of knowledge and help and so many tutorial videos. Any question you had on anything, any question I ever needed to know on printmaking, on marketing, on teaching anything, it's all in there and you keep going and you, and you know, every, every month is something new, something inspiring, it keeps you going uh, when it's hard because it's not like this, at least it was not for me. I mean, it was more like a week and, and you know, it's just bubble along, but it's better and better every month and it's just fantastic. I mean, I can't even imagine not being a part of it. I mean, it's it's like, no, <laughs> it's not possible, <laughs> literally. 
Marie, the, you know, the journey is, um, it's like this, but it's this all the way. Have you ever seen that graph? (laughs) But you are going like this, just sometimes you don't always know. And hopefully it's not like super... You know, it's well, sometimes when I'm a little dramatic with this stuff, so sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, it oh, <laughs> was an awful month. <laughs> but then it was like, well, okay, maybe in that aspect it was, but then there's always other things that keep going up. And so it's like, it's all good. It's all good. It's just, yeah. It's a typical I- we're we'll start to lean into some of the specifics because um everybody's being a little bit humble about what they're accomplishing but I know Marie has her dream of going moving back to France and feeling like that's possible through both the paintings that she's selling and we know she raised her prices yes (laughs) and she's selling more and um it's just really been an honor I mean it's it's an honor to be on everyone's journey. I really, I say this a million times. I probably will say it a million more. It's not one I take lightly, you know, to feel trusted, um, to be a guide. I, I'm not here to tell you what you're supposed to do next. I'm here to help you clarify for yourself based on all the information we have, the resources, the tools, you know, what feels like that right next step for you and to see you all be doing that at different stages and within different areas of your creative business. It's just, I love that that is happening for everybody. And um, just to check in, Chris said goodnight to his daughter. I'm glad that you are back. Jesse's here. No worries. You're never late. We're just, we're just chatting and hopefully this will all record and it will be on replay so you can hear the beginning. And Tracy uh, Diamond was saying, it's so wonderful hearing everyone's story. I'm so excited to be part of the group. And she was also talking to you, Marisa, because we were in Artful Selling together and she said that she um her heart fills up so much when you talk Marisa Montaldi (laughs) so yeah I know Marisa was saying I'm just at the very we have stages and I think you were saying you're you know an optimistic olive and um and I said of course come and speak because every stage of the journey matters and every bit of progress and that you make uh I don't know why I was saying, I heard my ballet teacher say this the other day. He said, I remember every challenge I faced as a, as a professional dancer. And, you know, I think of that now when I teach. And sometimes I think for us who feel called to share what we've learned, we do remember. I do remember. And also because these were big decisions for me in my life, just like they are for many of us. I, like Sarah, I had next to no savings and I was starting to go into debt. I wanted this dream so much. It was super stressful sometimes. I had people supporting me. I had people like I had people rejecting the work that I was creating. It was an intense, but also very exciting time because I believed in what was possible for me. I, you know, I've mentioned before that I'm self-taught and I just remember these very pivotal moments of the journey. And that's why I feel like every step, when you say, you know, I told everyone who joins me for a challenge, the sell a piece of art this week challenge. Some people are selling for the very first time ever 
And the fact that they register, sometimes you just register, you decide, you make some decision in the direction of your dream. And as long as you don't second guess that decision, it's really powerful. And when you do that, this is where I have the opportunity as we grow to see this happening to so many of you. When we do this in a collection of a community, it really does become even more powerful. It's like there's there's this energy that happens for everyone when you start to hear stories like this and you you see people just fully stepping into their calling. It's uh, yeah, I think it's what changes the world in the best possible way, because I believe that so many of us um, have the ability to do that. And it's a time where we can really encourage all of us can encourage the people in our lives to do the same for themselves. All right. Where shall we go next? <laughs> Jodis, shall we circle back to what has happened for you from the time of saying on this Facebook live, you were saying that I, and again, I am like, I don't know why I remember obviously because you joined and I've been able to see what's happened, but for you, um, similar to Marisa, it's like when people ask questions, I just I just felt compelled to be like, yes, Jody, you can do this. Maybe it's just a sense of, of knowing when someone has a desire that they're ready to see through. I know not everybody is always in that place, but I start to recognize it when someone is. And so I really wanted you to give it a try. And what happened for you once you started to get things up and going, especially at the beginning of this year? Okay. So, yeah. So I, I just want to quickly say one thing that, um, I was being interviewed today and I, I just think that people that are thinking about joining the, the expansive artist group, this probably resonates with them. So I was being interviewed today for a podcast that the topic of conversation was, um, overcoming social media, like fear or whatever, as far as, um, how the world is, is through a lens of social media and da, 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 da. And we were t talking about me jumping in with you and how I committed to it. And that one of the things that I got from you was this sense and feeling, who cares? Who, who cares what people think of me on social media? And that you said to me, I said, well, who will want to buy my art? And one of the things that you're able to, to draw out of or to help, help that you helped me feel was that just dig in and do it and your people will find you. And so for me, that's what's happened is people have found me by me digging in I've I've had people find me and I'm selling art to people I don't know <laughs> you know it's not just my friends and family it's people that don't know me and so that's pretty powerful for me as as a person who's trying to to live this this what I feel is my authentic true self um a little tiny quick little background of me is um three and a half years ago I had a liver transplant and I lived in this very stressful corporate community before, and I had a pretty high stress job in the financial services industry. And um, I, I'm, I'm kind of cliche, you know, like 
found my my place or whatever but it's true i it's like i jumped in put on a pair of glasses and the world came into focus for me and so i just figured myself out as far as okay i'm going to give this a shot and do it and it's it's working so i, I want to just share if i could marissa one specific thing that really worked for me that's powerful that is really laser in to part of expansive artists. And that's the month of February. You know what happened to me in the month of February. Do you mind me sharing it? Yeah, um, please do. Please do. Yeah. You sure? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I was, there are questions coming in that were related. It really quick, if you can, and this may tie into what you're going to share, because Joanne was saying, I wish my people would find me and Gloria is reassuring her that they will. They will. When, why do you think that is? And what is that? When you said, I, I dig dig in, what does that mean? What does that mean for you digging into the social media? And did I really say it doesn't matter what people think? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sort (laughs) of. It's taken me a while to get over that one. Sort (laughs) of. You sort of did. Not, not in that words, not like, oh, Jody, who cares what people think of you? That's not what you say, but you say, it's okay to share your art. And there is art out there for everybody. There's a world for everybody. Your art belongs out there. And so I, I that resonated with me and allowed me to share my art. I'm just sharing that because I was on a podcast today that was about social media doubt and, and, and what social media does to us and makes us feel bad about ourselves. Anyways, I, so when I want, when I, to share with all of you all that are chatting, because the chatting is over here, um, I, how I did it for me was I, I was very hesitant about calling on my friends and family. I didn't want to be, um, and no offense to Pampered Chef for people or whatever, if that's what you do, but I didn't want to be that, that, that person that's in that kind of selling market. I didn't want to be selling to my friends and family. That was not, I didn't want to do that. That wasn't what I was looking for. So what I just did is I did throw out on my personal Facebook. Um, in the very beginning, I said, Hey, everybody, I'm, I've opened this Shopify shop. I didn't call it Shopify, but I've opened a business selling art that I'm creating this is where you can find me. And I sent them over to my um, newly created business Facebook page. And 99% of everything I do is on my Facebook business page and my face uh, my Facebook, I mean, my business Instagram. I do a little bit more on my personal Instagram because it's pictures and, you know, I'm not really selling anything. Um, I, I don't really interact on my personal Facebook page about my business, but that's all it took is it migrated people over and that's how it happened. And people just organically started being interested in it and they organically jumped on my, my email list. And I am going to reiterate to something that everybody's going to tell you. The email list is important. Cherish the email list. Nurture your email list. So what happened to me, fast forward a couple months, not even very much. I hit live on my Shopify on October 6th. 
fast forward just a few months, Christmas was great for me. I sold a lot of art in the month of December, probably doubled what my goal was to be at by January 1st. And then February 27th is my birthday. I had another personal goal that I wanted to hit by by February 27th. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I felt a little like I had almost tapped out, you know, with my December, you know, Christmas and whatever. And no one's going to buy from me now. And then I, uh, there's an artist that was, that I like, that I love her work. And I think she's great. And she was offering a, uh, a prompt in the month of um, February of flowers. And I am a watercolor artist. And so flowers are really hand in hand with that. And I'm kind of a pink la la kind of girl. And so flowers are for me. And so I just was embracing something that Marisa had done in her early part of her um, career, which was sell a piece of art every day. And I thought, well, I can marry these things. I will, during the month of February, offer up a small original piece of art every day based on that prompt to my email subscribers only. And I did it that way on purpose so that it was not something that people could think about later and go on my website and buy. I offered it only to my email list. And I am telling you, it couldn't have gone any better. I I gained so much knowledge about it. And if we have a time limit, tell me to shut up. But I I can, if anybody has any more questions about it after this um this session here, I'm happy to answer any questions. But I sold these little pieces of framed, little framed art. You, you can check my Instagram out and they're there. But and out of 28 days in February, 24 of them sold. And most of them sold by 9 a.m. I would say, and then, so let's say out of 24 of them, most of them sold by 9 a.m. And out of those, most of them sold by 7 a.m. And I was selling my e sending my emails out at 6.11 because that's what Flowdesk told me was the best time to sell, send them. <laughs> so every day at 6.11, my emails went out. And by 7 a.m., they were most, most of the time it was already gone. And I had several times where people were too late. Five, six, seven people would come to me and say, I want the piece of art. It's gone. And so it, it made this like um, sense of urgency for my group. And I did every day on my um, so on my Instagram and my Facebook business. I posted the picture of the art, but after I sent the email. So if somebody asked me about it, then I would say, sorry, you have to get on my email list to get that piece of art. And it's already gone. So that was something that would, would never have entered my brain if I wasn't part of the expansive artist group. If I hadn't listened to, you know, business plans and, and how to develop your, your list and how to market your art and those kinds of things that, that never would have ever happened. And it, it worked like unbelievable. So great for me. I'm so pleased with it. I learned so much about sending the daily email, marketing the art, um, writing my copy, um, what didn't sell, the four that didn't sell. I, I, I can tell you exactly why they didn't sell. They weren't good enough. <laughs> I was rushed that day and they just weren't that good enough and they didn't resonate with people. I, I understand why they didn't. And so 
those, those ones are, are going to tell me, you know, maybe you don't create something like that for your group again, you know, um, it is what it is. So that, that would be my little win, but it was a big win. It was huge because it, ha- it has so many ramifications as far as what it did for me as, as an artist, as a business owner, as, um, a part of my community, like just, there's so many things that it did for me. So, um, but I'll let somebody else speak now. And seriously, if anybody has questions about it, I high, hot, wholeheartedly recommend something like it. And that is all I'll say right now. I feel like I'm on Clubhouse. This is Jody. I'm done speaking. <laughs> I know <laughs> it does make you being on Clubhouse. I told Jody about Clubhouse and she is on fire. <laughs> Clearly, she has a story to tell. I mean, even just I know we we heard you say that you had gone through a liver transplant and just I've heard you talk about how this gave you an entirely new like approach and chance at life and new lenses to wear when you're looking at life. And, you know, it's really, really powerful so much of your story and to remember when you were on a Facebook live like this, and then to see where you are now, it's, it's really, really, um, it's really inspiring. And you listened and you did the work and you didn't second guess. And I'm just going to say, Uh, We all have to be very aware where we argue for our limitations. You know, I see this come up a lot where people will say, yeah, I've tried it, but well, keep trying it. Like, don't make that, don't keep arguing for your limitations. Don't keep saying, oh, but social media, you know, I tell you, yes, the facts are two to 4% of your people don't see you, but you don't need a huge audience to sell work like Jodi is. And, and the reason, as she was saying, where she, you know, felt inspired to do this is this is what I did when I really didn't even, I just happened to know about email lists. Nobody knew about. I just want to say, I don't have a huge audience. Just so you know, (laughs) my list isn't that big, but it's, 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 um, it's genuine. My list is genuine. It's, I didn't, I don't have a freebie. I know people love freebies. And if you want to do a freebie, do a freebie, but my list is so genuine, genuine people who love my art. Sorry. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. I built a list and some of the people who bought art for me as I was closing out a collection just a month ago are people who bought for me in 2006, 2007, from those very early days of, of inviting them to join my list to get my daily painting. And that's just one approach. <laughs> there are many approaches, but as I've shared with the sell a piece of art challenge, it's all the same foundation and you apply the foundation I shared with you to all of the different things that you're going to offer in your business that align with you and your vision and your style of creating and your dreams for yourself, honestly. And that's what we're always here to reflect back to you. Um, Mary Lisa was asking, I don't just want to confirm if that, who that's for, if that's for Jody, have any of, oh, have any of you sacrificed your true artistic style to get sales. I'm going to speak to that for just a moment. And um, yeah, no, (laughs) we don't really, I don't really teach that. I do believe it was brought to my attention early on in thinking commercially, you know, if you want to put to sell something that's going to go in someone's home, 
then you want to think about what's in someone's home. It may not be the same art that is in um, a museum or in a very specific gallery show or something that someone doesn't want to interact with every day if it's maybe something really dark. But then that's me, right? <laughs> There's somebody else who might like a theme of work that has that tension in it. And so that's where you also have to get clear on who you want to sell your work to. And then I don't believe in sacrificing your artistic voice to try to make something fit a market. But I believe in being aware of your market and becoming an, a marketer, learning and refining your skills of how to communicate and express the art you create and communicate that value to the people that you most want to serve with the work that you create. So that's not about feeling like you have to sacrifice because when you do that, that's not going to help you on the days when it feels challenging. And it will, if you're growing at all, it will, there will be a new challenge as you grow and you always want to, I always know that at the end of the day, I've created work I'm proud of that I love and that I will put out into the world. And Jody, don't be so quick to assume that those four aren't good enough. <laughs> they might just be waiting for their person. Because I was just sharing with someone the other day that I sold work that I made three years ago that I was really just disappointed that I had poured so much into it, especially larger pieces, and it hadn't sold at the time and it was waiting for the right person. So I also believe that that happens with art as well. And many times all different versions of my pieces, including my favorites, I sometimes end up keeping because they don't sell right away. And sometimes the ones I'm less attached to are ones that sell right away. So we don't always know. And I also liked how you just said, you know, I'm going to learn from this experience and, and, and refine what I'm doing and, you know, give my collectors more of what I love that they also want is part of that journey as well. So that was a good question. <laughs> Clearly had some things to share there. Did we want to um, jump off from that place? And based on the conversation we've been having, someone feel inspired to share? I see Sarah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you could see my hand because it's so weird what you see in the screen. But um, just on the sacrificing your style. So that was, I know, like you had talked about, um, focusing in on what you want to get out of something and your why. And I knew that my main thing is working with kids and families and bringing families together. And so like my window painting, I do, I do some windows in the community for free. It gets me out there. I enjoy doing it. Um, I enjoy being out in the community. The kids come by, the kids wave to me, they cheer it on. They're all excited. Um, I do like some little picture find things on those. It's all goes back to my why and my purpose. And I paint those in the style I want to paint. And that's just, you know, that's the way I am. That's who I am. And, um, you know, like other people, if they ask for a window, if it's not, um, if it's not something that says me on it, or um, I always say I have to feel the love in it. And if I can't feel the love in it, then I don't want to do it. And my art teacher at the community college hated that because he said, you don't have to feel it. You just need to make it. And I was like, no, I actually, I have to feel the love going into my art to be able to create it. So um, I can say that, you know, in all my windows, I feel the love out there. So 
that's yeah so that was just on the whole thing about style if somebody asked me to do something that wasn't me I just I wouldn't be able to do it I just don't think I could make myself purposely create just to fulfill someone else's need which I guess for art teachers they don't like that but that's me thank you Sarah it's I, I love that you're talking about if you don't feel the love it's so important. I mean, I, I think it's always obvious, but it's what comes through in the work that we create is how you feel about it. It's so like in there. I don't know if anybody else would like to address this and how it, yes, Eliza, I'd love to hear from you, which I loved your new piece, by the way. That's so beautiful. The one that was resembling pattern and fabric and. Oh, the, the, the cat one. <laughs> Cat lovers unite, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I just I just wanted to kind of piggyback on what everybody's been saying about um, how I really think it's important to be true to yourself in your art and do, uh, you know, what you love and what feels good to you. Because I don't really think ultimately you can have success if you don't follow that path. And I think there's a great temptation when we first start out as artists. Like we might sell one piece and we... Um, think, well, now I have to just do everything like that because that's the piece that's sold. And sometimes that's a really big downfall when you work with galleries as well, that they, they, they sold a piece of yours that looked a certain way and then they just want all your work to look like that. Um, so I just think you have to sort of be really true to yourself and, and stay with what you want to do. And if you want to experiment and branch off, you know, don't, sorry, don't, um, don't sort of like pigeonhole yourself just in one area necessarily. Um, I know having doing this, this teaching right now, I've had a lot of artist friends say to me, oh, but doesn't the teaching distract from your own work? You know, you don't have time to do your own work. And actually for me, it's been absolutely the opposite. I feel like the teaching has inspired me so much that I am just being much more productive with my own work as well. So just a few, <laughs> a few additional thoughts on, on creativity and, and sort of being true to yourself. Thank you, Eliza. Um, I agree with the teaching too. I agree. And that was one reason that I wasn't going to pursue it for a while, even teaching the business side, because I feel that there's so much creativity in what we do around our marketing and building our business. And so I thought, oh, it will really distract me from making my art. And I just feel this surge of inspiration that's just been waiting now. Now, right after we close the doors, is art making time for me? And I just, I get inspired just being in the company of all of our members and um seeing what everyone creates because we get to see it if you share it with us on Fridays we I love seeing the thread of what everyone has made for the week and just how different it is and so you know everybody has a unique voice if I haven't said that before I really encourage and um, attract and even the times that I have taught my own painting courses I love that everyone walks away with not my style of art but their style you know, that they are really focused on on sort of like what Sarah was saying, just 
feeling the love in their work. I've heard, I I would never learn from someone like this, but I've heard that some people really try to get people to be more like their style. And so when I pop into our membership and I see all the different art styles and creations and I just love it. It's the best part about the art world is how unique we get to bring our our own expression to a piece and how unique that is when we really tap into that. And I think that's also a journey that we're on, that the more we practice and create and learn and share, that that voice evolves. And Marie, I would love to ask you about this as well, because you're work is so um, moving and dynamic. And I know that you, as we mentioned, got more confident in terms of raising your prices and selling more work because of it. Did you want to speak to this as well? Sure. Um, Well, for... uh, the confidence to raise prices came at some point because I think it was in November of last year, beginning of December, mm-hmm. where my inventory was really low. And so Marisa was always saying about, you know, I mean, not only was it low, but I was also teaching at that time because I had opened my um, my online class and I was like, oh, well, now it's going to be Christmas. And like I... I I was trying my best, but there was just not enough hours in the day to create a lot of paintings and teaching. And right there, I was like, I'm loving this teaching thing and I don't want to have to like stop. And everybody was such on a roll in the class. And I was like, ah, what do I do? When my side is always saying, you know, raise your prices, raise your prices. I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, if I, in any case, I had nothing to lose at that point. And I did raise my prices. And it didn't change a thing. Like people kept buying. Like I had, they had, like nothing happened. Like it didn't matter that my prices were higher. They were still buying. And not only that, but I actually sold more after I raised my prices. And I think if you do not value your art yourself first, that you're not happy with what you are doing and which brings to the fact that you have to be authentic and it has to be what is coming out of you. You're not trying to imitate anybody because they seem to be selling a lot or it just, I don't see how it could possibly work in the long run. And um, if if you do that, if that's really you, that is coming out of your artwork, people are going to connect to it or not. A lot of people are not connecting to my work, that's fine. I don't connect to every <laughs> style of art in there. I mean, you know, wasn't there like there was um, one that had um, put a banana on the wall and it was selling like for $10,000 or something like that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> Clearly, we think that someone's going to to buy it. You know, it's like, who am I to say to anybody what, you know, oh, this is not commercial, or this is, or who cares? I mean, really. Well, wasn't it Andy Warhol who said, um, you know, while everybody is trying to decide if they like your art or not, keep doing more art. And 
that's that's I mean I think about it all the time it's like I put it on on the internet it sells it doesn't sell and at this point I'm just like well I'm excited for the next painting I'm doing and that's that's all I care about but it works if you are happy with yourself and what you are the work you're doing other people will be it might not be every piece, it might not be all the time, but in one way or another, I find that it, I mean, it all works out in the end. Like the, the challenge that you did, uh, sell a piece of art challenge, I did a special painting for it because I didn't have anything that would be suitable at that time. So I did a piece and I did, um, a lot. I did like a Facebook live. I did an Instagram live. I did. I wrote the whole story of how it came about. And I was really proud of it. It was a good painting, and it was for a reasonable price, which was ninety-five dollars. It was a small, small painting, and it didn't sell. And I was like, <laughs> like why? <laughs> Why not? I was so happy. I was so sure it was going to sell, but it did not. What it did, though, is that uh, I gained, I think, 55 followers that week because of that on Instagram, many more on Facebook. Um, people sign up for my newsletter. I mean, you know. And I remember that at the beginning when I uh, joined the Expansive Artists, something like that happened. I think it was a social media challenge. And basically I got like maybe one or two followers more um, that week when I did it. Um, but um, I, if it doesn't work out, but, but then I, but I did sell a lot of art that week. So see, it's not always the fact that you're putting yourself out there, the fact that you're sharing and that it's your voice and nobody else's matters. And it just all stacks up uh, every step you take, every, every move you make, every everything you try, you know, whether it's a TikTok, whether it's Clubhouse, you know, Reels on Instagram, it doesn't matter. And I don't think it matters that you do tons of reels or tons of whatever it is, but that you do something all the time, something you enjoy with your voice and it just, it just works. I mean, <laughs> just keep doing it. Even if it doesn't work out that week, just, you, you just keep going and it will. There's just no doubt. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's a no fail plan. <laughs> You just, you don't give up and you keep going. Marie, you're inspiring everyone. Oh. <laughs> Chris was saying yeah. started selling more after you put the price up. Yes, she was, she was saying that. And Joanne said, you have letting go down. <laughs> yes. yes, I think that's exactly it. I, I spent so long every week fretting about my Instagram account is not going. It's just like nobody is interested and I don't know why, what am I doing wrong? And then it only really changed when I was like, I, I 
<laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> I learn all the time. I try a lot of different things, not only to see what works with other people, but what works for me. Because that's very important. If you cannot make it work regularly, then uh, you can't sustain it and you can't grow like that. It's not. So do what works for you, but try a lot of different things. It's like when you're learning to make art um, and that you're trying oils and acrylic and watercolor and pencil just to find what you like. And that's, that's the exact same thing. It's just for marketing. Just think of it. You just have to think of it the same way. It's always a learning process. Things change all the time. You just uh, adapt and you keep going. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's what we. That's what we do. We've done it yep. so so exactly. many times. It's just. I'm glad that you shared that story because I know, and it happens every time. It, even though I say let go of the outcome, you know, be open to what this week brings to you. So many people said, "Oh, I didn't." you know, sell this piece, but someone asked me about a commission or, yep. um, Gloria said it so beautifully. She said, you may not have sold the specific painting you created, but with the joy of that creation, you opened up the flow, yep. the flow. And that's what I believe is the most important thing that we can do as artists completely. And, yep. you know, without just hearing the story, right. And all of us can nod and say, we've had this experience. We know exactly what Marie is talking about. Like we don't have to wonder, we know because we've all been there and this is the benefit. And I appreciate you all saying, I know we're at the top of the hour. So if anyone has to go, just let me know. I'm still here to answer questions for you because we're closing the doors tonight in just a few hours now. Um, but this, this is the benefit. Like I can stay for hours and have these conversations. And I have lately in clubhouse, which you can join me there too, because it's just people understand. And then we remind ourselves through Marie's story, you know, through Sarah's story, Eliza, Jodine, we're coming back around to Marisa as well on, we we are, we see ourselves reflected in someone's story. We feel a little bit less alone. And we, for that moment, if we felt disappointed, we stop giving up. Like we keep going because someone reminded us that we could still keep going. And I just think it's incredibly important, especially when you may be at an emerging stage with your art and you're feeling vulnerable to know that, you're not alone in this process. And that so many of us understand. Yeah, Eliza, I see you. And then Marisa, I'd love to come back to you as well. Sorry, just a final thought. Um, I was going to say that, you know, the art world can actually be quite competitive and cutthroat. But the beauty about a group like this is that I've never felt that people are competing. I just feel like people are out there to support one another to give back up and everybody's wins is a win for the group. You know, it, when, when I see somebody do something fantastic, I get so excited for them. And, and I know that it's like, you know, life changing for them. And it's just, it's just really a safe space to be real about who you are and the kind of work that you're doing. So and I actually have to go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, Eliza. I meant to say that if anyone had to go, I appreciate That's, you spending your time great. with us and sharing 
your story. And quickly, where can everyone find you, especially if they want to learn about your classes? Where can they find your website? So, yeah, I mean, my website is elizadaygreen.com. That's where I have my artwork posted and my workshops. And you can sign up for workshops there. And then, of course, I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm inspired by what everybody's doing on social media. And I I do feel I need to up my game on that front. But yeah, and so my um, Instagram is also Eliza Day Green. So just my name. And just come join the Expansive Artists and you'll find Eliza there. (laughs) (laughs) And she will share guidance and um, she will support you as well. You'll get to meet everybody there too. So lovely hanging out with everybody. Yeah, we have to do this more. Right before we were on live, I'm like, let's just have a party. We don't have to go live. No, no, I love being here and sharing stories with everyone. So Marisa, I wanted to circle back to you. um, If you had thoughts on creating from the space and also what it's like for you to trust yourself at the stage of the journey that you are at, like as you're developing your voice and beginning to grow in confidence with what you want to contribute and share with everyone. Um, yeah, uh, oh. Oh, there's so much to that, isn't there? Um, I, I'm definitely, um, so I'm, I'm just starting out. I'm putting my shop together and I'm putting my website together. Um, and, um, and the more I learn, I don't know, the the more I focus on my art, I was worrying about the business side and whether it would be, you know, viable or whether I'm an appropriate kind of artist to sell artwork and all of the things that everyone's been talking about. Um, And then, uh, and then I dive into the business side in in the expansive artists. And I've just come out of it now after doing a a lot of that. And now um, I am actually I'm having an interesting like mini roller coaster, like even the small ones, not the not the ones that <laughs> Marie was talking about. The um, uh, where I I keep um, because I I feel like I've learned so much from the business side from expensive artists. I just uh, I'm now having to sort of rein myself in and make sure that what I'm doing is exactly what I want to be doing with my time and making sure that I'm enjoying that art. Because I don't know, I get, I get ideas for, you know, oh, this would look cool on X, Y, Z. And then I'm like, actually, is that, is that what I want to do with my time? I feel like someone else would do that really well. I'll leave that to them. And um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm just enjoying that that mini lesson that I'm having right now that I wasn't expecting to have. Um, sorry, I, uh, I can't think of what else to say. What, what, what were we talking about? Well, when you were saying your, your mini lesson, just of being able to really evaluate from a new perspective, if this is right for you, is that, I just want to make sure I'm understanding you with what you were sharing. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't quite, I can't quite find the words for it. So I think I'm just going to leave that alone. Um, I think I just, I'm realizing to, I never, I never had the intention of making anything I didn't want to make and, you know, feeling like I had to have the right kind of sellable artistic voice. Um, But I'm realizing that there's new depths to realizing that. 
um, as I go along. And uh, gosh, I don't know. Sorry. Um, I think. I mean, I think what's what's really been a breakthrough for me in the past few months is. Um, I mean, I joined the Expansive Artists because I, I felt some sort of pull in that direction. And I thought, oh, I can just pay for a month and I'll, I can see then. And, you know, I can see what it's about and why I'm being drawn to it. Um, but once I joined, I found that what it gave me was a lot more than I was expecting or that I was making room for in my expectations. Because um, in one way, there's all this content that you, that you can go through and it's structured in a way where you don't, at least I didn't get very overwhelmed. Um, and I was finding myself doing the thing that I usually do with, with courses and the things um, where I would just sort of watch the video and I would make my bullet points and I would learn the thing and I'd go away and do something with it. And I, I don't know, after the first few times I did that, I realized that my notes were missing quite a lot of the value that were in the videos and actually the content is maybe maybe just like a third of what I actually get out of it. I think everything else I get out of it is, it's it's more emotional. And being a tech nerd, that's not a language that I'm very good at yet. And, uh, and I'm really having my eyes open to it. Um, because, I mean, like I said before, like all the productivity stuff that I knew about how to get things done, you just, I don't know, my creative side sort of clams up and... <laughs> and my hand with my pencil in it just goes, okay, just tell me what to draw then, I don't know. And it doesn't really flow out of me and it doesn't really do anything. Um, but a lot of being an expansive artist from both from what, what Marisa gives to it and also everyone else, um, I feel like I, I feel like the, the other parts that I get are, one is perspective. So it's not just what the content is, but it's also how to think about it and how it fits together and what things are worth what amount of energy and stress and what things maybe just aren't, you don't need to worry about it yet. Um, and also emotional perspective. That's the really cool thing is, I didn't realize it, but I think personally by listening to you, Marisa, um, I not only learn the things, but I actually, I. I learn how to feel about them in a way that makes them not just like a lot less scary because you know the thing and you didn't know it before, but more like, um, I don't know, I, I sort of, I feel like if anything, I've learned to really try and, instead of trying to get my creative side to do the thing, I feel like I've learned how to, or I'm learning how to properly befriend it and like earn its trust so it can come out and do its thing and that I don't stand in the way of it. Um, and that's really cool. And I think on top of that perspective stuff is, I feel like there's a good way of wording it, um, but I'm a psychology nerd. So I'm gonna say emotional regulation, Just, just, it's the thing that I think only some people can give um, I don't know if it's, uh, it's definitely not something we're all born with. Maybe it's a skill you can learn. But when, when, you, when you teach something or you're, you're guiding someone in a way um, and you just imbue it with a particular, I don't know, you could call it a vibe or 
I don't know. I, I just find myself getting up in the morning and tuning into something on the expansive artist because I know that it will a relax the anxiety out of me and b um, will make me really excited to do something. And I wasn't expecting that to be a thing I needed, and I had no idea how priceless it was. And I think that's why I'm so I'm so glad to be here. And um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of, uh, you know, when you're starting out, not really knowing if you're heading anywhere or not really knowing if you've made anything real yet. And I think all of that has just sort of diffused away for me. Um, I've just never really felt so comfortable and sure about something. Um, and I can feel myself make progress and the momentum come. And it just, um, I don't. I didn't realize it, but I don't think I would have gotten even this far without without all of you. So it's been uh, it's been really cool. That's that's all I've got to say. I think. Thank you. I mean to put you on the spot with sharing, but I know um, we get to work together in our girl boss. <laughs> we get to work together, and I always say, Chris, if Chris is thinking about joining us, our our men are welcome too. We just happen. I happen to attract women most of these years into my communities and my teaching, but all are welcome. Um, Marisa, you always have a thoughtful approach to it and I, to what you share. And I think it's, it's um, well, because you are so thoughtful about, about how you're choosing to express it. Um, you said something that's really meaningful to me and someone Hannah, who just joined us, was saying that in the solo piece of art challenge, which meant a lot to me that I bring a sense of calm in the chaos. And I don't always feel calm, I'll be honest, but I do believe that there is an essence, like a, the foundation of me is, you know, I let all of the same things affect me sometimes, but I will say less and less. I am definitely growing as a human. I'm getting wiser and more mature, and I'm also growing as a business owner. And I've just really wanted that for myself. And I can feel the differences that are happening, but I truly want the feeling that you're having you know when you pop into the expansive artists what wherever you are like with interacting with the community or having listening to a training or joining on a live q a or sometimes we've gotten together and just made art from time to time that you feel uplifted you know that you just feel exactly what you said like a sense of okay and a little bit of inspiration a little bit of extra energy for that day, um, a little bit more belief in what is possible for you and, and less second guessing and like also fully owning your, your place, exactly knowing and trusting that exactly where you are on your journey is right for you in this moment. And, um, and that's where you are. And just to have a safe space that you can come to and be supported with that. So I thank you for sharing. Were you going to add one more thing to that? Well, you, what you just said about, um, was it Hannah said about the, the calm amongst the chaos? Yeah. I guess, I, I, I mean, that, that just hits the nail on the head because um, it's not that you are, let's say, like, just a very, very calm person perfectly all the time, because then that would be stressful for everyone else. It'd be like, oh God, how yeah. do I do that? You're more like a you're more like a chaos churner. You just like hate chaos and you just like break bits off in a very systemized, calm way. And, um, 
and you share it. That's the thing with emotional regulation is it's not just like embodying how you should be. It's just you share it with other people as you go. And that's, uh, well, I don't know many people like that. I know lots of people like me who are sort of like bumbling and nervous or all kinds of stuff, you know, but (laughs) that skill is pretty priceless. So thanks thanks for being here and teaching and all of that. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And I have practiced, I have definitely practiced over the years. And um, there was a point, I definitely want to research emotional regulation. And it's also a time to say, I think what makes the community unique and what I enjoy about my mentorship and also need in mentors I choose to work with is Um, deeply is a a sense of depth. Like we're not, I think if we're going to sum up a lot of what we've shared today, it's a path of self-discovery, you know, and we've chosen this path as artists and many times, you know, we all, we know the saying like art heals, Um, creating our art is often a healing part of our own journey. And then when we share it, it often heals someone else just by coming in contact with it, just by not that this isn't great on the scale, but it's like the experience of joy that someone can feel. Um, you know, if you see Jody's work also just so, so beautiful and gentle and soothing and what that does to your environment to come in contact with it. And, It is. That's why it's like, yes, we have all the practical. It's all there. And there are steps that you take, but it isn't. I think that's what you're trying to say, Marisa. It's not just practical. You know, it's all of the nuances that we've shared in different ways that you pull together as your own basket, really your own basket of your art, your own basket of expressing yourself genuinely Um, of your own basket of letting go your own basket of if you choose to share with other other people in the world and you choose to go down a teaching path as well it's it's such a special special path I know that gets a little overused right where we all win trophies today and we're all special when I sort of think that we are all special but I think artists in particular I'm gonna favor us for a second I'm gonna be totally biased um, I think it's such a unique choice to um, make this decision in your life and to also not just create for yourself, which is perfectly wonderful and fine, and it's where it starts, but then to choose to share it. Um, and I know we could talk at length about this. I see a lot of longer comments. I think we're like having some, if you have questions about the expansive artists or for anyone who is joining, I just want to make sure I know, um, Tracy was sharing and Rebecca was sharing. Oh yeah. That's a very good question. Rebecca is having a division with their art, like two different directions. I'm in both one more realistic and other leaning into abstract. As an artist, I feel that there's not much difference between abstraction and realism, but the finished works are very different to the eye. I think I still haven't quite figured out how to make the link though. Not sure if this is actually makes any sense. It does. And I don't, I believe this, going back to what I was just saying, this is part of the journey. I paint characters. I also love painting florals. I've painted and sold skyscapes. I have painted portraits. Um, 
you know, I believe I've painted abstracts. I believe that there's always a through line, especially at this stage of my art creating that is present. But I also believe that we don't always have to decide and you get to choose what direction you want to lean into. And as you gain clarity around that, then you also learn how to market those different elements of your work in a way that makes sense for you and also makes sense for your audience. And um, I think that we can be we can be whatever artist we want to be at any given point. Um, and especially once you're more established, the one business tip around that is just choose something to get started and get known with and then go from there. Joanne is in. <laughs> She's been, <laughs> Joanne's been on all the lives. <laughs> Sarah's got her thing. <laughs> Joanne is in. All right, Joanne. I know we have work. We got work. She's she's asking about the social media. Jody will be there to cheer you on. <laughs> she will remind you and not to worry. You have incredible skill, Joanne. Incredible. Wow. Um, in terms of your realism. And so you're just in the process of dialing in your your work to find your people. And there is, it does feel odd to say this, and I've always said it. Um, there is just a magic to this. I don't know how else to describe it. You know, you're, I would say I would put work out and I would gradually start to attract people who wanted to purchase it. And, um, and that just ended up growing. And I didn't know exactly how I was doing that other than everything I'm sharing, you know, coming from the heart, sharing it, uh, publicly saying it's available for purchase is huge. And then growing from there and dialing in that process. And Marisa Montaldi should just know Joanne said your story really spoke to her. So thank you for sharing. It's why it's important that we all, um, when we have the opportunity, you know, and, and Clubhouse is so great for that right now too, to start sharing your story because it will be a light board for someone else to believe in something that they can do. And as I was saying at the beginning of this, it just has an incredible ripple effect that goes far out into the world. And it's very, very powerful. So I know I can stay here forever. I I've kept everyone. I was just going to slowly um, wrap up and just go to everyone for any final thoughts or any additions to the conversation. And if you do have questions and I've missed them, be sure to drop them in the comments so I can see them and I can answer them for you. So Sarah, we come to you and then Marie, Jody. So I guess um, I would just say that joining an expansive artist, um, it actually was life-changing because of the impact that it has helped me make with my art and just uh, my life and the things that I've been able to do. Um, you know, we made enough to stay in our house during the pandemic without having to dig through emergency savings. And that was um, the biggest thing. And when I hit that next goal of replacing half my teaching income, I'm having a big party. So, <laughs> so it's life changing in multiple ways. <laughs> 
Thank you, Sarah. I'm so glad we get to see your journey. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear about all the <laughs> all the things that are happening. It's exciting. <laughs> Marie, did, did you we have any thoughts? Yeah, we do need pom-poms. Where are my pom-poms and my unicorn ears? <laughs> um, I think what um, I got the most out of the expansive artist uh, summarizing it, I think, would be that um, marketing and uh, communicating with people is another form of art. And I don't drag my feet to share anymore. I don't... Pricing has is not such a huge burden of, oh my goodness, I have to put a price on my art, I have to market it, I have to tell people that it's available for purchase and they are going to judge that, that they, you know, there is a lot of people in the art community that are saying things like, uh, you sell out if you are saying that your art is for purchase or that you want to be in a gallery or whatever it is, you know? And I think being with the expensive artist has really Change that around completely for me. Um, it is a you. You are communicating with people when you make art, but also when you put it out in the world for someone to purchase. And I think that's uh, that's the main thing that has changed for me immensely. And I think it was the key for success, really. Because not only would I, I'm selling a lot more art now, but I'm teaching uh, and I don't feel like a fraud for teaching anymore either because of a response I've had uh, from people on the other side. And it all starts with trusting your voice, the fact that you have, you are the only one with that voice, you are the only one with that gift, that special gift that makes you and I, I just don't feel so self-conscious about sharing it anymore. I love that, Marie, because <laughs> I know what your plans are, and they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think you're going to be a, member, a membership site owner as well. And yeah, I think Tracy was asking if we talk and teach on online teaching. We're actually going to do some of that this month. And um, so, yes, and certainly I have a ton of experience with that and have also invested a ton to be learning from some of the top leaders in the online teaching space. And I'm super passionate about it. I do see, I do, you know, I don't encourage it if it's not something that you don't, you know, that you don't feel called to do. I just find that creatives are doing let's be honest, they're crushing it in this space. Um, and it's incredible to also, I think this is an important part of the conversation as artists, we have to learn to find our balance with our creative voice and being able to have additional revenue streams as an artist is a huge topic of conversation because 
there's only so much energy for us to create an original work each time or, you know, to even for me, what I realized is after 14 years of consistently creating and, and fulfilling and creating and fulfilling and creating, I wanted a breather. I want to be able to find that space so that I can grow as an artist, so that I can try something new, so that I can be an optimistic olive again in a totally new arena of painting. And we, as we go at this from the business building side, it's important that we include things like licensing if we feel called to do that, teaching if we feel called to do that, re finding ways you know, of reproducing work that align with our, the vision that we have for our work. These are very important parts of the conversation. So we, do, we don't just talk about making paintings and, and selling them. The reason that I've chosen to focus on artful selling and really helping an artist sell is because then you fill in the blank, whatever that is. It's all the same process. Everything that um, Sarah and Marie and Marisa and Jodi are sharing, it's all part of the same. And Eliza was sharing all part of the same process. And half of the fun is, is finding your way within that, if you choose for it to be fun. <laughs> and that's where we remind you as well. So yes, there's lots of conversations. What I love about having new members join us is that we've started talking about murals. And we're like, I know Sarah can now add to this with the window painting. Her, her work is so joyful. And we just, we get to grow as a group too. And I love that um, we can address, you know, desires and wishes for people to learn in certain topics when a lot of people are interested in it. So we get to keep that conversation going. And um, Jodi, I, I bring it to you for any closing thoughts. And congratulations, by the way, on sharing on a podcast today. That's a big win in itself as well. Yeah, it was fun. I, I've done a few, actually. <laughs> <laughs> People want to hear the liver story. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to talk about it. But I, so what I would say for me, and I probably will get emotional now, is what the expansive artist decision for me, leap for me, choice for me, what it did for me was allow me to believe in myself that I could actually be a working artist. That was never, ever, ever in my realm of reality, ever. And I'm doing it. And I've never been so at peace in my entire 51 years of living, ever, been at this much peace. And I've had a pretty great life. So I, this, this leap into this group and being able to utilize what this group has offered me has made me the happiest in the most peaceful, zenful, not, I, I don't mean that I don't have good days and bad days, but the core of what I'm doing is inside of my being. And I never would have been able to do that without this group. I, I 100% believe that. And it is, it's been worth every single solitary penny I've spent on it. And, and I, I 
it's so worth it for me. And I appreciate you, Marisa. Oh, and I, I appreciate you. the whole group as well. Wow. Thank you. Um, I don't have any words for it, for any of this. I just want to encourage you to share your stories, but I really, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I don't want this to be about me. I've just created an environment and you have taken it and you have run with it. And it's just really thrills me to know that it's having the effect that I hoped it would have when I started this. And, um, I can't even believe that you're saying this is one of the most peaceful that you felt. Um, that's, that's incredible. And I'm, I'm going to venture a guess that it's also that you stepped into a calling that was always there because you were, you had also painted murals and you, you know, have had this artistic side and that's what I keep trying to articulate. I don't know if I'm doing it um, justice, but that's where I believe we do find peace and we do find that inner joy that, you know, to Maurice's point earlier, it isn't all one note and that would be boring if it was, but that we have that um, foundation that we return to. And that's when we sort of know I'm doing, I'm doing that thing. I feel that I was meant to do when I came to this earth, you know, or just being in this life to feel that. And I believe what ultimately this is also being broadcast out everywhere. Um, you know, if, whether you choose to make your art, your business or not, just the act of creating art, this to me is again, like one of the most powerful pieces to this choice, this life, this, why I believe that more people should be sharing and teaching art. And it's just, one path to finding that sense of peace for ourselves, um, for many, many people and to remove the, the gatekeepers that have been there in the past, who've maybe like turned up their nose and said, well, if you make this art, this kind of art, it's not really art to watch that begin to dissolve, to make room for people to make room for everyone who feels that they want to be a part of this world is for what Jody was saying that that would be a reason why is to be able to find um, that sense of peace for yourself because you've really allowed yourself to step into something that's always called you. And that's why I get incredibly passionate and have been for many years, because when I discovered that for myself, I was like, oh, Oh my goodness. I'm so glad I listened. I, I also, even though it was relatively soon in my life, it could have been even sooner. And I love seeing that more younger people now are saying, yes, I'm, I'm in, I'm doing it. I believe it's okay for me. And that for all of you who are parents who are leading this path that you are showing and demonstrating for your children, what is possible for them. <laughs> Jody, I see you tearing up over there. Oh my goodness. We, we just, just wanted to inspire you today. Um, I saw that Wendy is here and Wendy, I don't know if you got to hear Marie's story, but please go back and listen because Wendy was writing to me about doing this for a long time and following the challenge and not seeing the result that she wanted. And so Marie told a really incredible story about what happened with her during the same challenge before. So please listen. And yes, um, Joanne, 
the all the speakers are in the expansive artists. So, <laughs> oh, Julia Harvey, I'm so glad that you are with us. I got to work with Julia on the VIP and she also sold work for the first time and has a beautiful mission behind the work she is creating as well. So um, everyone's in the expansive artist, so you can find them there when you join us. And also Sarah and Marie and Jodi and Marisa, please, um, Sarah, we'll start with you. I'm just going in the order of the boxes on my screen. Share where everyone can find you. So to find me, everything is under Sarah Elise Kelly. So that's the Facebook, Instagram, and my website. And I always um, spell it, the, the podcaster, oh, okay. E-L-I-S-E, right? And Kelly is K-E-L-L-Y. And Sarah, and we can Sarah with an H. With an H, yes. <laughs> okay, good. And Marie, where can we find you also? Uh, you can type my name in Facebook and I'll show up there uh, under that name. But uh, my business name on both Facebook and Instagram is Fleurdelis Art. F uh, Fleur F L U R D D E L I S L Y S out. And I'll spell your name too in case this error gets repurposed into an audio. <laughs> Marie M A R I E Lore L A U R E Delage D E L A G E and Carlson C A R L S O N. It's a long name. It is. It's a long and beautiful name. <laughs> I want to sing it when I say it. And Jodi, where can we find you? So my business name is um, Creating Joe Deb. If you cannot figure it out, the D stands for Deborah. So um, <laughs> the D is is my nod to the Deborah. Um, the, so my website is creatingjoedeb.com. Um, my Facebook is creatingjoedeb. And my Instagram is creatingjoedeb. Okay, good. I think we got that. You froze for one second, but I think we got everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> good. And Marisa, where can we find you? And as Marisa evolves with her voice, she did just post her first Instagram of your art. That was huge. <laughs> that was big. Yeah, that was that was really big for me as someone yeah. with fairly crippling social anxiety. That was like one of the <laughs> biggest hurdles. <laughs> you're on a live video too, Marisa. I, I, <laughs> I just want to acknowledge. I think we've been in, we've been on enough Zoom calls now that I'm just um, I'm just blocking out the idea that it's anything more than that, really. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll regret it later, maybe. No, I won't. I won't. No. It's fine. No. Um, uh, yeah. Um, the place to find me, my Instagram is it's currently my internet nickname has been for ages. Um, it's Manty Pants, which <laughs> is spelled like this. <laughs> M-A-N-T-E-P-A-N-T-S. Um, but I'm pretty sure if you Google my name, you'll find lots of like my artwork from my teens and my early 20s that I haven't I haven't cleaned up my in online presence yet. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Save it. It's good for posterity. I'm so glad that I have. And Marisa also creates really sweet characters among many things that she's um, exploring and um, exploring in her artistic world. But I'm so glad that I have a blog. I tell people now, if you're just meeting me, 
you know, you can follow my journey if you choose to from 2006 all the way to now. Don't even want to do the math. 15 years um, I've been sharing and posting work online and um, it's just really been very, I do hear your wins during the week, but I don't always, and I know sometimes that's one challenging part to Facebook is I don't, I don't realize always the depth of what's happening in the transformation. So I really appreciate you being so open and um, willing to be vulnerable and share and articulate, bring words to things that you're just now kind of coming to understand in certain instances. I'm I'm really moved just listening to more of your stories. Uh, so I thank you so much for sharing them with me and for for opening up again and sharing them with our friends who joined us live today and um, who will see this after the fact on replay on Facebook. I know it's um, the more that we can, like I've said, share these stories of our own transformations and how we're growing into ourselves and finding peace and making income that we've wanted to make and fulfilling dreams. And there's nothing better, right? <laughs> there's nothing better, right? I lose for me. I'm like, this is it. We get to make art and we get to do this too. And then we get to do this together and geek out about it. It's good. It's a good day. It's not even Creative Thursday yet. It's, it's just like, crazy that we get to do this. Pinch myself. Pinch, 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 pinch. I know. Pinch, pinch, pinch. Oh, my goodness. So if you feel inspired, come and join us. This is These are some of the uh, beautiful kindred spirits that you will um, get to know. And there's, there's more. There's even more. Um, who are ready and waiting to support you. And we'll just keep cheering you on. So I'm going to slowly wrap up and um, wrap up my speaking, but we close the doors to the expansive artist tonight, 1159 PM Pacific daylight time. Don't miss the deadline. If you're on the fence, um, don't miss it. Cause it doesn't reopen. I don't know yet when it will reopen. And when it's closed, it's closed. There might be, you might be able to sneak in at like 1101 if I don't power everything off fast enough. And if you have questions, um, feel free to email me, drop them in a solo piece of art challenge group. Um, we're starting to gear up in the expansive artists. I love that questions are coming in. And um, to get on with your work and continue the momentum we started in the solo piece of art challenge this week. And so we close the doors so that we can focus forward and, and really, we have a lot. I always say we have a lot already available and I have so much vision for this community and more that I want to create to not add overwhelm, but to simplify and tools. In fact, Marisa and I are talking about some ideas as well that she's worked on. And, you know, I just have a passion for creating an environment that will support you in doing the work you love so that you can be present in your strength and make the kind of difference if you choose to, you know, in the way that we've seen happen here. And um, 
there's just a very, very big vision to all of that. So in some ways, I feel like we're just, we're just getting started. I think I've said that for a little while and I'll probably keep saying that. So, but it always does feel like, oh my goodness, here we go. Buckle your seatbelts, everyone. <laughs> We've got plans that we haven't even shared yet that are coming and uh, it's exciting to be a part of it. And I'm honored, um, again, as I've said, to be trusted with all of this. So Thank you, everybody. I believe we have an East StreamYard. I'll end the pro the broadcast and I'll see you um, on the other side and then I'll figure out how to <laughs> close out the whole StreamYard. Thank you, everyone, for your patience with me on the technology this week. Facebook did change its interface. I don't know if you noticed. and It's a little complex about switching between your business page and your personal and what attaches. And, and again, it just is the way of the world. So we made this work and I actually really enjoy this platform. It's super, super fun. Oh, Jesse was here with us. Um, it was good to see you. Chris says, Sarah, Eliza, Marie Lore, Maurice Montaldi, and Jody, you have been, all been awesome. Thank you. And we know Julia is in with us and Tracy Diamond and Joanne and Wendy. I hope that your spirit will feel a little bit brighter after listening to today's call as well. And uh, yeah, Chris plays a, a fun ukulele, a mean ukulele. <laughs> I loved his ukulele song about glue in your hair. That's all I'll say. All right, everybody. Um, oh, good. Tracy said, made the sunny day brighter. Yes, that's the goal. If you come in contact with me, I hope that that's what it will be. And I will push you a little. And Jody, raise your prices. It's time. <laughs> the gentle the gentle butt kicker is at work. Raise your prices. You are proof of concept. You have sold. <laughs> Now it's time, it's time to take it to the next level. That's how we do. <laughs> All right, everyone, I'm going to end and I don't know what will happen. So here we go. <laughs>